Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod and Austin Sally. Today we're going to talk about UFC 247. Uh, We're going to get into Miles Garrett, the Browns defensive end, getting reinstated by the NFL. We're going to talk about the crazy finish to the Duke-North Carolina game. Uh, Talk about the UD Flyers uh, and their crazy win streak and what we expect out of them coming forward. Gentlemen, let's get right into it. But before we touch on that, actually, let's talk about something that was a pleasant surprise for me this past weekend. The XFL. Did you guys check any of that shit out? Yeah, I watched a couple games. Yeah, I had it on all weekend. Dude, I watched like every game. It was kind of like a sickness. But I'm telling you what, man, that was actually quality football. I that AAF was kind of shitty. This was this was good, entertaining, watchable football. It, it was definitely watchable. I'm not going to say it was the. Uh, it's not the NFL, obviously. No, 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 no. But no, I no. do like the things that they're doing, the rule changes, and and kind of the insights that you get that you don't get with the uh, NFL. The kickoff is pretty cool to me. I kind of like it. I think it's kind of neat too. I, I was impressed, but I wasn't impressed. If that makes what sense. Do you mean? So, so like, you know, so I I love the rules. Uh, especially the kickoff, I thought the kickoff rule was great. Um, I think that gives you know both teams and you know an opportunity there to either, you know, obviously you can make the tackle or, or a, a real good chance at returning the kickoff. Um, People don't die. I, I, like I said, I, obviously I would never probably get into it the way I did the NFL, but God, the talent level just it's so so much lower than it is at the at the you know the the NFL, and I just I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I couldn't get into it too deep just yet i think the biggest thing is is like we don't have that level of investment that we have like you do with and the that Bengals could that and could like be too yeah. the Browns. Like right no one is ever going to be those orange helmets on a football field to us so oh yeah absolutely. Maybe, maybe we give it some time and, and we we do find ourselves a little bit more interested into it but uh, my favorite thing I, I like the kickoff rule but i love how like when the officials are, are gathered up and they're you can debating hear what they're on saying. what they're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And then the reviews, too. You get to hear what, what they're saying. The dude with the, the Xbox controller yeah. controlling yeah. the game. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we'll never be into it. Like you guys are the Browns or I am the Bengals, obviously. I mean, it's just we've – we know we've each got 20-plus years dedicated to these fan bases that, you know, are our fans. So, But, I mean, just as something to get you by when you're missing football. Yeah, I like definitely. It. Exactly. It, yeah. it was and there's players in there that you know. Yeah, Cardale, I, I'm rooting for him. I'm a D.C. Defenders fan. I got a D.C. Defenders hat. We'll be here tomorrow. I still – I just I'm don't I just don't know yet. See, and, and this is with this is with me, and, you know, people might think, I mean, what you know, what the hell, but – you know, where I've suffered so long with the quarterback play of the Browns, it's just there's not any quarterbacks that really stand out to me in the league. I mean, you got, uh, you, you know, and not to pick on Cardell, you know, because, you know, that's the quarterback I like, obviously. He played at Ohio State, but, you know, there's a little seven-yard out route, and he throws the ball at the guy's feet. <laughs> well, I, I chalk some of that up, though. They've only been practicing since November. And it, I think the, the the quality of play will get better. Matt McGloin balled out for the New York Guardians. I mean, yeah, I'm, you're not going to see the NFL level quarterback player. They'd be in the NFL, but I, I don't know, man. It, maybe it's, it's just football. because it's maybe football. and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just such a big football fan. I'm glad there's live football to watch. But watching the AAF 
and watching this is like a night and day difference to me. It's just the night the AAF was just just cringy. Well, that's like, you know you got Vinny Mac running the show there. Yeah, they got a lot of money invested in this. Oh, I think yeah. I heard that they could they could run this. They have like enough money right now to run this for like two or three years. I, I think. Oh, that, really? Yeah. That's a lot better than the I, first time. Without they even. I think that they could make it a lot bigger than what it is, though. I it's, think they will. It's going to take one. Once one big guy switches, you know, you know a, a big recruit coming out of high school says, "Fuck the college rule. I'm going straight to get paid." See, I've wondered about that. Can they come straight out of high school now? Because I'm, I'm betting you. There's something preventing Trevor Lawrence from leaving Clemson right now and going to the XFL. I don't think year. that there is anything preventing him. Besides the money. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go to the XFL, thing. you pay for you play for fifty grand, and you know I could. He probably makes that. There's just names like what about Johnny Manziel? I mean, there's some, I, there's apparently they be, didn't want him. There's going to be. In Josh I love Gordon, it. Same thing. These bigger names who can't stay clean in the NFL. I think that they're going to have a shot to come in and their talent level is just going to be so much yeah. like greater. I mean, those are the players I want to see. I want Antonio Brown. Oh god. In the XFL. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's getting back in the league. Think about like older guys too. Greg Olson, you're on the end of your career. You're not doing much in the NFL. If you're not doing much and you're getting cut there at the end, you could probably go make the team or Yeah, yeah. You, you could, but I mean, are these guys that have made millions in their careers at the end at the end of their career, they're going to risk fucking themselves up permanently. Like for I said, I just think you know the XFL could just you know those guys that have you know been in trouble or are yeah, doing stupid shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just think that it would bring a lot of attention to their league, which um, I think now that would probably set it over the top. I think that like I know you guys don't watch soccer, but uh, a lot of older guys in soccer like David Beckham. Yeah. Uh, Ibrahimovic just just left the LA Galaxy. They tend to come to the United States and play in the MLS at the end of their career. Right. And nobody gives a shit about the MLS unless those big guys are right. playing. So exactly. if they can get a couple guys like that in the end of the XFL, it's like you know I was really looking forward to watching the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Vipers just because Antonio Callaway, Callaway was on there. Hey, I don't think he played the Browns did he? last year. But he's already on IR. Yeah, he's hurt. Oh shit. You know, they're just but uh, another Tampa team to throw picks. <laughs> Now you know there there was a lot of you know a lot of great games. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. They, they were fun to watch. Yeah, I mean I won't, I won't you know the rules and you know competition as far as you know those you know team versus team went there. Yeah, I thought that was fun. You know, obviously yeah. you know the refs and 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 the microphones and, and the cameras and all that was great. You know, like I said, it just you know it just wasn't the level of play as the NFL. It's cool though because like the the helmets you know have the the microphones in them and like a quarterback got hurt. I can't remember who it was, and they were just like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "I don't know, but it hurts like a motherfucker." Yeah, that, that's <laughs> and like the kicker that missed the field goal, the chicks like interviewing him right afterwards, like, "What the hell happened?" He just like, misses like a thirty-two yard field goal. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I think it's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, you just fucked this up for your team. How do and you then feel? right before half, he nails a fifty-yarder, yeah. and then he's just completely different person. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's cool. Um, Big shout-out to my boy Jimmy Weathers. Uh, he's a New York Guardians fan. We play them Saturday. I have adopted the Defenders hashtag, so shields up, motherfucker. Um, we're, I, like I said, man, it's never going to be the NFL, but I like it. I have a lot of fun I'm watching still, it. Like I said, I'm still debating on picking my team. I don't know if I like the D.C. Defenders because they're so close and Cardale's there, but I just haven't seen enough yet. DC's where I'm. That's where my loyalties are going to lie. I'm going to go with DC. Geographically, well. to us in Dayton, Ohio, I looked at it. It was either the St. Louis Battlehawks or the DC Defenders. Yep. I actually went with the DC Defenders. They got Tyree Kennel from Michigan. Actually played uh, high school ball here at Wayne. Uh, I got an autographed football and picture of him and stuff. So I just decided to go with the Michigan guy and tolerate Cardale Jones. Um, you went because Cardale's yeah, running, he's a the, running the Buckeye team. fan. I mean, dude, Car- I, Cardale didn't come to play school. Okay, <laughs> I I don't. 
No, no, fuck him. But, but, uh, you hear him? He likes the Buckeyes, people. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'd rather root for Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the first time in forever, we had some positive news come out of Cleveland today. Oh, Thank Baker God. getting his dick sucked? <laughs> no, we can talk about that, too, because I'm, I'm curious to, to the uh, validity of that story because yeah. it's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, Miles Garrett back in action, ready to go for uh, week one after blasting one Mason Rudolph with his helmet. Knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, uh, just he's the, he's the defensive game changer on the Browns. I mean, our defense was went to shit, which is crazy without a you know a defensive end the, pass rusher. We were in the playoff hunt up until that point. And yeah, then, and as soon as he got suspended, the season was and over. just coming. I mean, if you think about it, and what people didn't look at, and obviously they won't look at now, is how big of a game that was when they you know they beat Pittsburgh that night. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much dominated Pittsburgh yeah. that night and. Nobody talked about it because, you know, what happened with Garrett. With eight and, seconds uh, left or whatever. Yeah, and, and you want to talk about a, a game changer. Um, I guess the biggest question is, I'll answer last here. So, was it, did he do enough time or should he still be suspended? Was it was there too much time served there? What do you guys think? Um, personally, I think it was about just right. Um, they had to suspend him. The rest of the year, at least, just due to the optics of it, the way it looked. I mean, a that guy being said, had that happened at, on Sunday at one o'clock, it would not have been a, a, as big of a deal as it was since it happened on prime time. Uh, I can see that, but I think it still would have got blown up with the way the internet is, Twitter and all that. But I, I think that that was about right. They suspended him indefinitely, with the minimum of the re- you know the rest of the regular season and playoffs. I think I always knew he'd be back week one. I think they did that. To look like they were taking a stance and looking tough, but I, I think it's about right. I mean, he, as funny as we think it is, and as much as we all can sit here and hate Pittsburgh together, he did smash a dude in the head with a fucking helmet. So I think that they had to be fairly tough, but I always expected he would be back week one. So I have a couple thoughts on it, and obviously I've got some skin in the game, so it's a little I, I can I'm a little biased. Um, first thing is 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 what made him hit him in the helmet. I mean, we all know what he said after the fact, and everybody says, bullshit, bullshit, but... We'll never know, because if Rudolph did say what he said, he said it was something on a a racial level. Yeah, Yeah, the NFL will never let that out. They they will never let it be known that that stuff is is being said on their You know, just to hit on that part of that... I mean, the guy got punched in the face by a fan and didn't do anything about it. Yeah, but to hit on... Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, to hit on that part just real quick... I, I'm a big believer in karma and oh, yeah. the fact that – and I'm not saying he did or didn't say what he said, but the fact that Rudolph then gets benched, just plays terrible, you know, gets, and, and gets they don't, benched they don't, for a dude named Duck. Yeah, they don't make the playoffs. They don't, they don't make the playoffs, and he's – like I said, he's just playing just Well, he sucks. Just, I don't know. He sucks, dude. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You don't – I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get into that part too yeah, deep. Yeah, I don't either. But, that's for everyone else to discuss. I won't do that right now. Yeah, it's there. Fuck it's just Mason that, that is suck. there. So the other thing is, is he he lost about one point one five million dollars. They said based on from his suspension. He's lucky he's still in a rookie contract, pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, because they would have probably yeah, that'd have been a would've... lot more. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, because of the games. The games, right? Let um, uh, let me just get this out. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but fucking Mason Rudolph sucked before that. 
Or he almost got killed playing Baltimore, I think. That shit was weird. But, dude, that dude threw the ball up in the air and got so many, like, pass interference calls and just cheap shit. He wasn't Check any fucking ours, good anyway. Fuck that dude. dude that's just know. the Pittsburgh He can, game he can go to the XFL. He got, yeah, like, three, I mean, three passes that had no business being completed or flags and what do you have it? Yeah, that dude fucking sucked, but that's not what it's about. I'm sorry. But as far as time timeline, um, yeah, I mean, I, I it was six games. That's what it ended up being. Or? Yeah, you know, you know, the the problem that I have with it still is the fact that they did indefinitely. Um, just because had the say the Browns had made went on a little run there, and so you're going to suspend them the rest of the year. I mean, you know, say they make you know, win a playoff game, and then you got, what, seven or eight games there. Um, when you've seen other players, so, I mean, who was the dude that swung the, the, the helmet? Te- uh, Texans guy. Yeah, te- I, I, I mean, just, just took it off his head and just fucking swung Smashed it as hard it. as yeah. he could. Yeah, yeah I, but I just – and I get it. hit listen, they, they, they It needed to happen. He had to be suspended. Correct. It's just the way they went about it. They just kind of went against the rules. Like – there apparently there was a rule saying you can't indefinitely suspend a player for on-field actions. For on-field actions, you have to give him a certain number, and then I did see that. And yeah. then and then but, they take it to, you know, where he can fight it, and then it's still an indefinite suspension. And they ruled it quickly off. Yeah, his appeal. and, and, and then all that being said, Mason Rudolph's appeal still hasn't even been heard yet for his fine. He got fined. Yeah, and it still hasn't even been heard. Well, hold, and, uh, <laughs> I, I, we all hate the Steelers, but. After, the way that whole thing transpired, I don't, and I don't think you guys will, I don't really take too much issue with what Mike Pouncey did. I mean, his quarterback just got hit. He's on the ground, and and Pouncey comes up shoving people, protecting his quarterback. He got a game. How did, I mean, how did Rudolph not even get a game? Well, Pouncey was stomping on Miles Garrett's and that's, head. And that's enough, yeah. And, hey, if somebody fucking does some shit like no, that to me, I'm no, like, no, you no, guys no, I, no, 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 I get it, and I I'm respect not, Pouncey for it, but I'm saying you can't stomp on somebody's And head. I'm not faulting right. Pouncey yeah. for that, the but if if I'm going to find a problem with that, which you know, as humans, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do. How does Mike Pouncey get one game and Larry Ogunjobi get one game for all he did was push yeah, Mason Rudolph in the back? Mike Pouncey is fucking stomping, stomping. on Miles Garrett. Those are not so the, the same th- thing. Those are those are the same thing according to the NFL. One game? No. What it is is the Browns are the Browns and the Steelers are the Steelers, mm-hmm. and that's why you get suspensions like that. Big market matters, man. I, Same reason they get the calls that they get. I mean, exactly. It's, yeah, we, yeah, all, it, we all know that it happens. I, it's a it, yeah, it's a big market thing, yep. man. But they just got a little. I mean, the Steeler way, and you know all this shit. They're dirty as fuck. They've always been dirty as fuck. They'll knock you out and celebrate over you, or a guy be laying on the field unconscious and they're thirty yards downfield dancing. All this shit we've seen. But the Steeler way comes in when all this shit happens. Fuck you. Shut up. And that, you know I'm not Forever. even going to just you know sit here and uh, shit on the Steelers. I am. He needed to be suspended. Absolutely. You yeah. don't just hit somebody in the head with a helmet. Yeah. They had. It's to just do the it. things that are around it. I'm not trying to okay what Miles Garrett did because he deserved the suspension. It's never okay to hit somebody. It, in the no, head never. Head. Especially when you're making millions and, yeah. and, and all that shit. And, but but Rudolph should have got a the game. way the NFL went about everything. How that just leaves a bitter. Right. T- yeah. It's well, just, yeah. Look at the NFL's discipline history. There's no continuity to it. There's the, no. Yeah, there's no, there's no just, rival reason. It's like a bingo board. They diff- I mean, pick out a punishment for whatever they feel. Right, exactly. Josh, Josh Gordon got 10 chances to stay in the league. Justin, Justin Blackman failed a couple drug tests. Martavis Bryant failed a couple drug tests, right. and you never heard from him again. It's yeah. like, where's I, – I, I don't get it. I don't see the difference. I'm just – I, I don't know. I, I'm happy Miles Garrett's back, though. I mean, that oh, is, that, that's, that's huge. I'm not. He's in a contract year. 
you know, so, you know, we're going to, we're going to see, you know, we're going to see how this plays out. You know, him being back on the defense only makes it better. That's for damn sure. In, in reality, I mean, he's just going to use this as fuel. Oh yeah. And that's what we want. Yeah. That's what, that's I what don't want do. that. It's uh, just going to benefit us and Joe Burrow. RIP Joe Burrow. <laughs> hey, Jonah Williams, eat your fucking Wheaties, homie. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the Bengals, what what do you make of all this Joe Burrow talk trying to pull an Eli Manning or something? Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. If you guys follow me on Facebook, you saw what I had to say about this. This is the biggest reach and non-story that I have heard in the draft in a very long time. And maybe it's just more amplified around here because it is the Bengals. And, dude, I get tagged in these fucking articles and tweets and all this shit constantly from people. And I fuck with you guys. I love you guys. They're bringing me the news. They know I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I've been clamoring about it for months. But we have to understand what is going on right now. He is coming off the statistically best college football season ever. Great. He is considered by a lot of people the unanimous number one overall pick cool the Bengals hold the pick the Bengals have a shitty organization let's just call it what it is they're not known for making big splashes they're not known for going all out that's great I understand that Joe Burrow went on the Dan Patrick show and said oh yeah you want to go number one you want to go to an organization that's you know dedicated to winning Super Bowls or something to that effect don't quote me exactly and everybody takes that as, oh, he doesn't want to go to Cincinnati. He doesn't want to go to Cincinnati. Did you see that? Oh, my God. He's, he's laying breadcrumbs. He's, he's blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up, man. Have you ever watched a guy in a pre-draft interview be like, oh, yeah, I just want to get the money. I don't really give a fuck if we win or lose. I mean, no. 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 Who, uh, of course you're going to say you want to win. It's an interview. You're going to say exactly what you need to say. When Carson Palmer came to Cincinnati, he wanted to win. When Baker Mayfield went to Cleveland, he said he wanted to win. He wanted to turn it around. And people are like, well, Eli Manning came out and said he pretty much only wanted to go to the Giants. Okay. And John Elway said he wouldn't go to the Baltimore Colts. So we're going back to the Baltimore Colts. Well, the Eli thing. using the comparisons here. The Eli thing, you have to use context because he didn't want to go to the AFC because of his brother. Exactly. So that's totally, I mean, that that is totally different. Dude, that's one of the best draft pictures ever, though, is Eli Manning holding that Chargers <laughs> jersey, dude. And he just looks like he has to take a shit. <laughs> But I just feel like it's such a fucking reach. It's like, oh, well, this tweet from, you know, some guy says the Bengals are considering trades for the number one overall pick. Holy shit. That's draft Every yeah. team does it that. It happens every, every year. Believe year. us, the Browns have been yes. in the top five. Yeah. I mean, it happens every year. The yeah. Browns had the the Baker Mayfield pick, what, two years ago? Number one overall. That one, they that, took, that, tra that, they that took trade considerations. That, that didn't happen because... Nobody thought Baker was going to go first. Everybody knows Burrow is going to go first. But um, is he? Is he, though, with Tua checking out healthy and being cleared for football activities? If the Bengals keep the pick, he's going one. Yeah. They're I, not taking Tua over him. Mike Brown wants to sell jerseys and tickets. I, I can't Joe Burrow, the local I can, Ohio boy. I cannot believe how many reporters are coming out saying that they would just take Tua over Burrow. I personally would not. I wouldn't I, take Tua I wouldn't. I, I, no, oh, I, I mean, I would. No, oh, he's a first round. I he's would take him. In he's the, going in the first round. I'm saying me personally. I do not like to. No, I would I, take I, him. I, in the like first, I would take him in the first round if, especially towards the back end, or if I needed a trade up. Say I'm Miami and I have three first round picks. Yeah, yeah. that second or third pick. Yeah, sure. I'll no, take a flyer. If there's no movement in the top five, no trades, nothing. He will go to Miami at number five, five for sure. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. fuck yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they want to. And if I'm a Miami fan, I'm not mad at it. No, fuck it. You got you got two other picks. Well, and then right. they'll let Tua sit there behind Ryan Fitzpatrick for yeah. at least half of the year. Yeah. And then you got those two other first round picks. You can grab an O lineman, whatever else yeah. you need. To to the to the point of the Bengals though, 
And I've what said, about your boy Carson going in on him? I'm. You know what? This is my thing about Carson Palmer. What? Before you get going, what did he say that necessarily wasn't? He just pretty much true. told Warren Burrow. He just said, "I mean, but, but oh, what, you're saying what, what? What did he say that wasn't true? The Bengals never go out and spend. They don't. I mean, no, no. He made he made valid points. He made he made damn good valid. points. <laughs> he made valid points. But this is my thing about Carson Palmer. Okay. He talks all this shit about the Bengals now. And and I know the reason that he left was that he didn't think the Bengals were all in on winning Super Bowls. Understandable. He went to Oakland, sucked. Went to Arizona, went to an NFC championship, championship. played re- pretty well. So I, I get what he's saying, but now it's just – I think it's an attention grab for Carson Palmer. He is – so he's – okay, his brother – who played for the Bengals for a little bit as a backup, Jordan Palmer. I don't know how all of a sudden he's the fucking quarterback whisperer before the draft, but he Apparently, is. Apparently uh, uh, he has been the guy for a, a while now yeah. where he just – They say he's a damn good yeah, he, quarterback. They, they love working with him. And, yeah. and apparently he is, but I think this is Carson Palmer trying to be like, look, I was as good as Joe Burrow coming out. Don't forget about me, guys. Because he talks all this shit about the Bengals, and that's fine. But this is also the same Carson Palmer that got his trade, went to Oakland, sucked – and then went to Arizona and won exactly one playoff game. One. Oh, he did. It was only one because I thought he went. I don't think oh, he went. He, he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. They, that year that, that they thought they were going to. Yeah, they were. They yeah, were he blew his knee out again because right didn't after get a, a big contract. The, yeah, he didn't get a start in the uh, playoffs. That's uh, right. Was, was it Lindley that played? Uh, Ryan Lindley, I think so. our, our ex- or was it Stanton? Uh, quarterback, or it might have been Drew yeah, Stanton. Lindley That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the two, yeah. and both of them were just on our freaking yeah. coaching staff. Carson Palmer is trying to cling to being at the level of Joe Burrow as he won exactly one playoff game after leaving Cincinnati, and Cincinnati had five playoff bursts in a row. I know they didn't win. They, he has exactly one more playoff win in his entire career than the organization that he's shitting on because he wanted out and all this shit. And he's, I just think he's, I think he's reaching for attention. And, and I said – very recently, before he started saying all this, I kind of sympathized with Carson yeah, Palmer. I was say you did say. I, I was like, I, you know, now that I'm older, I understand it. Because when he left, I called him a quitter, and then I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what he's going to. But now it's just like you're overdoing it. You're, I feel like you're just trying to get. Oh, well, I was just as good as Joe Burrow coming out. Don't forget about me. But when you look at it, you didn't do anything either. You didn't win a. You won one fucking playoff game. Sit down and shut the fuck up and stay out of it and try, stop being the bitter ex trying to fuck over your you know your ex that's trying to move on. Fuck you. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna disagree with you because of this reason and how recent this is. I mean, because you're a Bengals fan, but let's let's talk about. Him saying that they're not going to spend the money. Let's go to the Bengals' defense from two years ago to the Bengals' defense last year. They went out and spent no dollars. They they didn't even help the team. I mean, oh, let's go get B.W. Webb. What, <laughs> what was it? I mean, I mean, just honestly, No, you're though, right. You know what I'm saying? It, and then uh, offensively, they keep the same shit-ass line. What do they do? Let three offensive linemen starters, Whitworth, uh, Zeitler, and... Did they, didn't they let one more walk that year? You're not gonna. No, it was. It was I, I'm not two. saying you're not. Go, listen, you're not, you're not gonna, gonna pay Zeitler that money. Yeah, but no, I get that. But like at the same time, they don't spend. You don't. We. I mean, and I, I can't, and, you can't and, match Cleveland on that. Cleveland was desperate. no, 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 no. I'm, but listen, I, because, overall though, not just and, that. And movie. I know you no, have I know to. You're ba- right. I know you have to back your team. But let's let's. I mean, just think about years. I mean, let's let's talk one, two, three, four, five years. 
we sit there all the time like, what are the Bengals doing in free agency? No, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not going to say that, that, that that's not the case. But Carson Palmer had TJ Hushmanzada, Chad Johnson, Chris Henry, Rudy Johnson when he was at his height, Chris Perry, who was very good as an all-purpose back for a year injury, a year or two injuries kind of took I'm, I'm him I'm going to stop you right there. He had a good defense. None of those guys I, did anything outside of no. Nah, well, no, I'm going I'm to stop you right there. Care. I'm going to stop you right there and say this. As a Browns fan, because you, and I've told you this before, but the year they play the Steelers in the playoffs, went, they win year. the Super Bowl they they win, that year. Oh, yeah, Palmer, Palmer doesn't, doesn't get hurt because Paul, Carson Palmer was – He was the best oh quarterback God, in the league. Oh, my God. Defense was good. Yeah. They were winning the championship. I have always I, said that. I, I, I agree. I, I think that that was the year and then yep. the dirty hit by uh, – Kimo Van Olhoff and rotten yeah. hell, you fat piece of shit. Um, but – yeah, I mean, you know, so they did build around him there, but he has a point. And when he says that, hey, they're not going to help you, they're not going to spend money on you, because when's the last time we've seen them spend money? Well, I mean, they spent money on him. They gave him big contracts. Uh, the, but the, what, I, what I see the Bengals do, do is there's some players that, especially when they get older, that another team is like probably wouldn't pay them that much, and the Bengals pay them. It's like they like to stay – in-house obviously with the coaching but they also it's like loyalty to a fault yeah it's almost like it's almost like just a a a real bad loyalty that mike brown has going on there that even when a player is just can't even play that good anymore he gives them the money that's where he's like let's be real like let's be real aj green is phenomenal i love aj green as a wide receiver but it's probably time to just Uh, it's time to pay him you want to pay him yes no, they they, I mean, they should have they should have traded, traded him for the trade deadline. Should have got what you could get. They should have traded him. They should have traded Dalton. Yep. yep. I mean, they well, yeah, they should. To me, Dalton. they should have traded. Seen, we've seen the Browns for the last twenty years sit there and try to hold on to these random little pieces of talent. Yeah, and you got to blow the. AJ Green's not a random just, little piece of just, talent. Just blow it up. Neither was Joe Thomas. Yeah. And, uh, and what did we win? Well, absolutely. But AJ Green, when you have a rookie quarterback coming in, I want him to stay, and I want him to be the safety. We use that same logic with Joe Thomas protecting the blind side yeah. of our rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, but you guys kept drafting shitty quarterbacks. We're getting Joe Burrow. You don't know nothing. Deshaun yet. Kaiser coming in. You, know, you, just, you just you just don't I, know yet. Yeah, I, Colt McCoy, Brady Quinn. I, I mean, I, but I mean, I get guys. what you're saying. You want it, but there's that loyalty thing again, yeah. though. Because yeah. where are they going to go we replace AJ Green? And we all talked and we talked about this guy can't even stay on the fucking field. How anymore. many games has he played the last two years? No, I understand that. That's completely true. And you can still but get a first out of him. What happens if he gets hurt this year? Who was year? offering a first? You got a, oh, my God. You got a second at minimum. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I mean, you're gonna they could have got a first easily. I guarantee the Packers and the Patriots yeah, had a first Packers on the especially, table. I think, could – if he walks, I think the Packers are going to be a prime team to, to poach him. I Maybe it's a loyalty thing in me as it a It is fan, a loyalty thing but, to you. But keep him. If you, especially now, you didn't get anything for him, so keep him. He's, he's, what, he's what you say um, – I'm trying to remember the. I think you actually. I think you do say AJ Green. You know, you say you. It wouldn't bother you if if he went and won a thing. No, not that at all. tells you right there that you. You know, you're. It's. A, I don't want to say selfish. I mean, it's not selfish, but, it, but it's like a it's personal. Your, it's your attachment. fanhood. Yeah, yeah it's your yeah. exactly. Well, it's like you guys AJ's and Josh Gordon. Guy, exactly. Well, no, it's it's even less than it's our attachment to Josh Gordon is way less than what you have with AJ because he stayed on the field and, well, and he, bought he out. It's Joe Thomas. You're we're Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. That's fair. You're yeah, AJ yeah. Green. Exactly. And I understand that, but you want to see those guys go win something because they've been so loyal to 
to the city and to the fans. Yeah, he wasn't that. an asshole. But yeah, there, he, there does come a time. It doesn't matter. This is a business. Football is a business to where you just got to cut ties. And if the Bengals were offered a first for A.J. Green last year and they didn't take it, shame on them. I want to know that that actually happened because I didn't Guarantee see anything. Happened. Even a second. He, was, he never got cleared. I'm how, saying, how are they going to offer a first if this dude's never, never even got cleared to he, play football? He never even got put on IR. Yeah, but he never got cleared to play. He went back to practice one time and aggravated something. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more to that's that. A, that. That was a money thing. Guarantee that was a money thing. Why? No, would he, he got paid. Why, He's why, not gonna go risk getting. Why would? Why, then why wasn't he on IR? I wouldn't either. Then why wasn't he on IR? Exactly. That's the Bengals' fault. They no, lost a roster spot the whole year. Because, why, because I don't know if he was ever. In a position where he couldn't come back, I think it was the money. Mm-hmm. Well, if he wasn't going to come back and he, they knew that, why didn't they put him on IR then? I don't know if it was if it was contract talks. I don't know. I don't know what. And, and I'm, I'm, not, saying I'm not inside the building. I don't know. But it makes zero sense for a hurt player to stay as a roster spot. Why would you do that? Well, the Bengals unless, are fucking unless stupid. you're thinking that you're going to be flipping him. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, for, okay you, we you're thought, not going to trade him on the going to miss, what, four to six games? Yeah. That's what we thought. Right around there. And then the trade deadline hits at, what, week, week nine, ten? Eight or nine. Eight, yes, between eight and ten, somewhere around there. So you're expecting, you know, two games. You don't want to throw them on IR where they have to miss eight games. Right. Um, so then if you're planning on him coming back after four or six games, and then he's like, no. A- AJ he had, come back a- after the bye. AJ had nothing to prove. Right. To he had nothing to prove. No, he, for, he had everything team, to lose for a team that was going, you know, heading down the path of the, you know, the first overall pick. Yeah, he had nothing to gain, everything to he, lose. No, exactly. So, you know, I think it was on him, and I, I think it came down. I think had they have paid him, he'd have been like, okay, yeah, and he would have, and he would have played. But he's going to get, fran- I mean, I think he's going to get franchise tag. Well, that's the thing. Just because of Mike Brown, I mean, he franchise that whole fucking well, team if he could. I think the wider. Well, that's not true. He doesn't hardly use the franchise tag. No. I'm, what, I, it's because it's so expensive. Is he's coming? It's the loyalty for the players that he has. So he's going to waste fifteen million dollars. I, th- I believe the wide receiver franchise tag. I thought is it was higher. It might be higher. So it was like twenty. So upwards of twenty million dollars on a thirty-one year old. Yeah, thirty-one year old wide receiver who's played like two games last. I mean, season. No, my, don't, my don't point is this. My point is this is. Look at look at the players. Why didn't you trade Geno? Why didn't? In my opinion, this is one that you could argue with Dunlap. I would have traded Dunlap. I would have traded Andy Dalton. I would have traded AJ Green. I would have loaded up and did exactly what Miami did. Yep. And because Miami's down the right, look, they got three, three first, three have, first round picks. In the next two years, they have like and a, seven and a coach picks that, in the first and a rounds. coach that I love. He's they, that team was supposed to be zero and sixteen before the season. Everyone talked about them being zero and sixteen. They rallied and around they, him and they and, beat the Bengals, a team that themselves. was trying to win. They, they did. I mean, they did. But that's that caveat of: Do you want you want guys buying in? And right. You want that locker room morale to go up, or do you want the, the better draft well, compensation? And, and the Burrow thing keeps coming back to the Bengals or Miami. What has Miami done in the last ten years? To prove themselves any more of a competent organization than Cincinnati, though. I, I like Flores. It's his first year as coach. I think he's really good. But, I mean, look at the last 20 years. What have they done that's any better than what the Bengals have done? They, I think, they're consistently – the they're always searching for quarterbacks. And, and, and The last about five years, I think they've been plagued with some bad luck. Yeah. Um, what, trading for Josh Rosen? Well, that was stupid. But Tannehill, every time he comes back, he plays well, then boom, hurt. Plays well, boom, hurt. Yeah, I don't have I mean, the exact numbers, but I saw something in the last ten years because it was on Twitter. The Bengals have more winning record, more uh, a better record by like ten games, more playoff appearances, and more division 
championships than the Dolphins do in the same time span. And look who's been running their division for the last 20 years, though. you got to take that into account. But that doesn't affect I all mean, it's just losses, a, it's, it's To me, it just comes down to the Bengals and, and a loyalty thing. I mean, No, you're right. Be, just because, I mean, if you ask me from an outsider looking in, Andy Dalton should have been gone a long time ago. And the question does arise, like, okay, well, who are you going to replace him with? Well, that you know, that's why you draft and, you know, free agency or – you know, well, or, quarterbacks or don't hit free agency like that, though. Except this year. There's going to be a lot this year. Well, there, there's uh, a few the, out there every now and then. The thing is, is a lot of teams fall into the trap of just trying to hold on to guys. Like, oh, he, he produces. we got to keep him. He'll help. Rather than we got to reset this culture. We've, right. we've, we've fallen into a culture. Well, there's that, no resetting that culture until Mike Brown dies. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like, From what I heard, Mike, Mike Brown was going to take a step back. I've been hearing that. But – so if that's the case, you need to get that that whole toxic thing out of the locker room. You got to right. blow it up. I don't even think they the, had any locker room issues. They say that. They, uh, I mean, you don't even the Browns. I mean, we didn't hear about locker room issues, but then they blow it up and things. Tur- I mean, you, you start, you, to, you hear start to see some turnaround. The guys are gone. Oh, this happened in the locker room. You know, Freddie well, was yeah. an idiot. This happened. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You know, whatever the case is. Everybody saw. You don't know with. You don't know with. You know, Zach. You have to realize there. when your roster isn't going to get you there. When you're not going to win Super Bowls, you just you have to accept that reality. And, it's time to just and, blow it up. Exactly. And my and my only point. And with, any of those guys can go. And and my exactly point. My point with the, you know, the whole Carson Palmer take was exactly that though. All you got to do is look at the defense the last two years, and it's like the same fucking guys. Yeah, but Carson, what the fuck has Carson Palmer been doing? Now he wants to pop up and start talking shit again. I think because somebody's cause about when, to get drafted. No, because listen, because He's got whenever some you say when there. It, no, whenever you say Carson Palmer. You don't think of Arizona or Oakland. When you say Carson Palmer, he's one of you. Yeah, he's he's a Bengal. I mean, that's what you. Oh, he's think. not. He's not. You know, and that's a like Bengal, that's like when fans. Joe Thomas gives a, a take. He's a Brown, so you listen to it. I mean, right now you guys are very bitter. You're a bitter franchise because it, things haven't been going the the way that they're supposed to go. So I'm just saying, why start he, shitting on him now that they have the pick and there's a quarterback in the talk? I don't know necessarily I, that he was shitting I, on them. I mean, he more than he pointing was. out. I mean, he was in the building. He understood. Like he's trying. He to He knows them. It's right. the same group of people. He had better and he, rosters. And than I think all he's, I think all he's doing is saying. Burrow, <laughs> watch out! Just, just like heads up. This is what this is and what I experienced. And all of a sudden, he has this attachment to Joe Burrow to try to look out for him. Oh, I, but somebody the fuck? quarterback, it's not like quarterbacks. He, that's brothers. not like he called up Stephen A. Smith. Like, hey, I want to say this about Cincinnati. They are asking him these questions. Well, of course they are. Right. So they're, um, they're going to bait him into it. Right. I just don't think that he. Had I don't think there's enough credibility because when he was still I a Bengal, there, I think there, there's plenty of credibility. He didn't do Absolutely. shit when he left, and when he was no. still a Bengal, you would laugh at all the shit he throws. He did, and he's throwing the ball in front of people after and he's his injury. People. After, after I'm not laughing at the injury, but what he became after the injury. But I just and we all just talked about before the injury, he's they were the best quarterback quarterback in the league. That yeah, oh five for I, sure. I just think I don't know. He I, to me, he's done plenty for the Bengals. I mean. You know, we we could think differently there, but I just think when I think of Carson Palmer, the team that comes to mind is the Bengals. And when that happens, you have enough credibility with me to be like, okay, yeah, you're one of us. So we, you know, we. He's not one of opinion. us, though. That's the thing. Disagree because he last quit week on he the was. team. What happened last week when you were talking about? I'm saying I under I, I understood what he was saying. These then, are the same things. These are the same things that you understood, or the things that he's saying. And now you don't understand it because he's coming out publicly and saying it. He said it 10 years ago when he retired. I don't see why you have to regurgitate it now. I think it's just like, hey, don't forget me. I was there too. Remember Since, me? I don't because think this is an attention grab for him. Cincinnati hasn't been in a position to pull in 
a highly coveted guy like this. Like, yeah, they've, they've. I mean, nobody gave a shit about what they do in the offseason because they've been that. They don't do that nothing. Cusp 10, 10 win team, nine win team that goes to the wild card, and unfortunately they lost. I mean, I'm not shitting on them. No, they um, lost every time. Right, but like nobody cared. Right. This is this is the guy who just had the best college football season that we've ever seen. So let me try to fuck over my ex to make sure that don't, they don't get him. They're they're That's like, I don't what the th- fuck, I, don't, I just think he's saying. I think he's just saying. When was the last Carson Palmer interview anybody heard before that? But it's because he was the last main like big headline quarterback to be in Cincinnati like that. I take I I'll take Carson Palmer in his prime a million times over Andy Dalton, but. Well, no shit. That's not even a comparison. <laughs> well, he he sees it in Burrow. I think he sees Burrow's going to be. He didn't he, go to the playoffs as many times as Andy. Dalton I think he's. I think he sees Burrow as you know the next big thing, and he's just saying, "Hey, watch out for this." But I think anyway, he's the crazy ex girlfriend that doesn't want anybody to move on. The, the caveat is, is you have to you have to keep in mind they are asking him these questions. Right. They're trying to pull these headlines in to get people like us talking about. And it. he's falling into their trap then. So let's get away from Drew's bitterness. Fuck you, Carson. And uh, let's transition this thing to uh, let's talk about um, a t- the only team that we all three agree on, um, the Duke Blue Devils. Let's go. Uh, and, and the big, I don't know what you want to call it, a shot, the putback. The, uh, Trey Jones has a huge cock. The, uh, well, Trey Jones also airballed that. Um, no, it was a, it was a but let's talk about the free throw. I mean, the whole thing yeah. is fucking awesome. We all oh, watched yeah. that one together. First one we've watched together in a well, long so we time. We were at Frickers watching uh, the Duke and uh, UNC game, and then obviously the Jones fight after that. We put in like eight hours, like we worked there. <laughs> <laughs> but what man, what a, what an ending! And you know, the one thing I want to talk about, you know, obviously that we have a lot of listeners that ain't going to care about Duke, so we'll kind of keep this short, but. The, the the big thing there, why we would even touch on it, is the rivalry. Okay, this oh, yeah. is this is Ohio State and Michigan of and college basketball. hoops, and like, it was the is, best ending ever. Oh, this and 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 the ending, yeah, and it's up there for sure. Fa- you know, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, and everyone's talking about it because it is that big of a rivalry. Yeah, even if this you don't is, like Duke or North Carolina either, you care about the yep. game. You take note of the this game. This is a top two sports rivalry yeah, and, in and, all and, of sports. And Drew said it here at the beginning. You know, we Trey Jones, man, but. And yeah, he did pull his dick out there at the end. You know, he she showed how big his balls 18 are. Eighteen of the last but twenty-one. In, in overtime, he kind of yeah, he got hit in the he, face he, and it, kind of, it fucked with he, him. He kind of got in. You know, where you're hot, you're hot, you're hot, and now you think you're going to shoot everything, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, fuck, man, that ain't going in, that ain't going in, that ain't going in. Um, you know, but I, there for a minute, as tough as this is going to be to say, I thought Coach K was going to give it away. Oh no! When, we, when he stopped fouling and they were missing free throw after free throw after free throw, we got, got bailed out. Yeah, right? and there's like 40 seconds left, and he, you know he lets them take. Let's him play out on the 30 seconds. Shot out. run off, I mean, and uh, you know that made me nervous. There, I was like, no fucking foul him. Like we're getting everything, and they're not. They can't make a free throw. Like let's let's just keep fouling them. Well, we right. were down 10 with like four minutes left with a 30 second shot and we clock, did. and we're like, shit, boys, it's over. It's yeah, over. And we just couldn't break 10. It was like fuck, fuck, fuck. And then, uh, you know, but like I said, that's what the rivalry is about. And um, what a finish! That that's right up there with the Austin Rivers finish. And it was on the Austin Rivers anniversary. The anniversary. Yeah. I think you kept saying that all game. You're like, yeah. oh, this, no, 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 we're gonna win, and you were right. Yeah. And fuck that lady that was screaming for North Carolina at Frickers. We were pretty quiet, and then she started yelling. So I said, hey guys, let's start yelling too. <laughs> old, old so bitch. you know, it, but it, to me, that's what just makes rivalry so crazy is the fact that you know duke is the seventh team in the nation and unc was what? unc was 10 and 12 in a very down year yeah. for them. A down but it year, doesn't matter yeah it, it didn't matter uh-huh. they they dominated damn near the whole game getting whatever they want 
and then at the end, they just couldn't hit their free throws is all it comes down to. So big testament to Coach K, and we talked about this a little bit on um, Saturday. I know we thought he was going to give it away, but, man, ever since this one-and-done thing has, has really taken hold in yeah, college basketball, he's had to transition a it's been bit. a lot of young teams. It took him a usually, while to embrace it. Usually those young teams don't have the resiliency to – to keep fighting and clawing back. And then even once you do get clawed back and you tie it up and then you burn all your energy and you can't right. you can't follow through in overtime. Man, he kept those guys in it and, yeah. and they rallied back. Even in overtime, they started off strong and then they fell apart, couldn't yeah. make anything, couldn't make anything, and somehow still pulled it off. The tip in. And I, I said this Saturday too, this one and done thing, Coach K didn't really embrace it until Kyrie Irving came around because yeah. I think Coach K was like, I still want my guys that are come here for their four years. And then he knew, okay, if I want to win, i got to embrace this. You have this. to, or you don't and, stand a chance. And I hit on this Saturday when we were all together. It's hard when you get these one-and-done guys in here in a rivalry game like that because it's almost like they don't get it. Your J.J. Reddicks, your John Shires, you know, your Plumley brothers, they were all in it for three, four years. They it's almost like the one and done guys don't get it. They know it, but they don't get it. And he like he kept them in there. He kept them fighting and fired up. And, and it's and not only that, you know, it's basketball. That's why the you know come playoff time, you get seven games. Yep. You know, and anything can happen in basketball. You know, you're a shot away from, you know, uh, upsetting a team. Um, and that's what's so great about the NCAA tournament that's coming oh, up, that's man. Great. One I game, love, I cannot for wait. It all. Because um, this, this year it's wide open. There's oh no favorite. Yeah, there's no true favorite this and year. We'll have so two weird. two big horses in the race between yeah. the Blue Devils and the Flyers. It's going to be let's, awesome. Let's talk about the Dayton Flyers. Last night, man, beat Rhode Island 13 in a row, dude. Dude, they are on fire, and they are fucking good at playing basketball. Dude, Obi, man, he is. Obi topping, topping, topping. But one thing that I thought was kind of cool about them, man, um, they're they're a small school. All things considered, when you're looking at a team that's ranked sixth in the nation, right? You know, you're you're used to seeing your Dukes, your Kentuckys, your Kansas, um, but I mean, Toppin averaging 19.7 a game, Crutcher 14.7, Watson 11.1, and Trey Landers, Dayton, Ohio boy, um, averaging 11. So you know, four of the five starters are averaging in double figures. Yeah. Um, no, they're I, fucking loaded, man. Anthony Grant. What a hell of a job coaching. Um, I just – man, that's exciting. They, they're talking about them possibly getting a one seed in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, you got to think as of right now, they're – I mean, I, for, you know, for what they're doing and if, you know, they were to lose a game here or there, I got to think they're either a one or two or at least a three, a three at seed. At the worst. At the worst. Yeah. And which means, you know, those top schools are, you know, are the, being a top school this year, you're going to make some kind of run, you would think. Yeah, and looking at – um, and they bring it every night. I mean, going back to the beginning of the season, the Maui Invitational, they went toe-to-toe with Kansas. Yeah. And damn near and beat they them. Be, who, probably should have beat them. Probably should Oh, they should have beat them. Who they, who was it they beat bef- in that? God, uh, they beat somebody before they got into uh, to to Kansas. Yeah, to, to somebody to get to them. Uh, um, they were, Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah, they beat Virginia Tech. And the Virginia Tech was kind of at a preseason hype team. They haven't really played out all that well. Um, but yeah, they they took it to them. I mean, they beat Georgia, um, so you know some some of the bigger name schools that you'll hear. I mean, these guys are just and they're balling. clearly the best team in the Atlantic Ten because the, let's see, Rhode oh, Island. What was Rhode Island? Was they like uh, was it nineteen five or? Yeah, and they, I mean they beat the shit out of Rhode Island. Yeah, too. I mean, they, dude, and they put they it were, on them. They was up by they were, twenty. They I were think. yeah, they were eighteen and five coming into the game. And I mean, eighty-one to sixty-seven. I mean, just put it on them. Yeah, that's a beatdown. Yeah, that's somebody where we can all kind of rally behind. You know, we're Duke fans, but I'll never root against the Flyers. No, hell no. And 
my dad works down there at the arena, so he's kind of closely intertwined with it. He talks to the players a lot of the time. Um, the arena, one of the best basketball experiences that I've been to. I've been to NBA games, but, man, for a small college, the environment that you see inside UD Arena for a game, when I mean, they're all selling out resale sites on Vivid Seats. I looked today just out of curiosity. Tickets up in the upper levels are going for like 95 Yeah, that's bucks. what I was just about to say next, man. You know you're doing – you know you're uh, playing damn good when uh, – Ticket prices are up there for your, a small school like UD. Yeah, like I could have got those tickets last year for like twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's crazy. Yeah, and so. if you had never been to a UD game, man, it is fun. It you is. to get down there and support the Flyers because that is a hell of a time. And the arena looks beautiful. They finished up all the renovations. It was about halfway done last season. They finished it up before this season start. It is beautiful down there, man. The first four is always good there. Dayton Dayton is a good basketball city, and the Flyers are for real. I don't think they get a one seed. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm they could run the, the two. I think they could run the table and still not get a one seed because the committee's going to be like, ah, their strength of schedule isn't all that great. They just need some help. Yeah, yeah they could get some help if some teams drop some games. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and there's going to be the teams. Like we just said, it's wide open. Yeah, you know, all those teams in the top six aren't winning out, and the, like you said, the Flyers with the strength of schedule have a damn good chance but to I, run I, the table. I'm looking at a two. For yeah, them. I, would I would expect think, a two. I would, right now. Yeah, I would think a two. Like I said, at, at minimum a three. But I think uh, I think they get there to a two, and then you know play a, a fifteenth uh, ranked team, and um, I think they make a run. I think they're going to go deep, man. Just because, man, they 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 play and they play every night. I'd say a minimum, minimum of a sweet sixteen. Yeah, they, no, I could see it. Man, should, you remember they when they went to the Elite Eight? Oh man, that, man, that was, that a, was good a blast. <laughs> we all acted like we went to school there and shit. <laughs> it was years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think that they could make a, at least a Sweet Sixteen run and and possibly more. I, it's I'll root for UD like I said through the whole tournament, and if they play Duke, I'm gonna have to make that tough decision. No, I'm just go, gonna go, sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, if that was yeah. To happen. I'll, I'll sit back I'll, and enjoy. I'll it, wear yep. my Duke hat and my UD shirt or something. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good time. It's one of those sports where you kind of you have your big time team, and then you always root for your hometown. But yeah, man, get out to a UD game if you can find tickets without you know breaking the bank, or if you want to, man, it, it is worth it. It's fun. Um, I'm looking forward to rooting for them all uh, all the way through, and you know. Yep, you need Duke or, or UD? Got about a month to go. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, that's some of the best times of the year, man. But uh, into the biggest news of the weekend, the biggest event, John Jones. UFC 247, right? Yep, 247. Yeah. Dominic Reyes giving him all he could handle, or did he? I'm not sure. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of uh, controversy controversy going on out there, man. So what do you think? I mean, what? How, how, first of all, how did you score the fight? Okay, so I thought Reyes definitely won rounds one and two. Um, to me, uh, to me, it was two. I, I don't know. Um, I thought John Jones at one of those rounds he could have got a ten eight. Um, I'm talking four um, and five. Four and five. So I got one and two, um, four and five. And you could be right. Maybe it was the third I round. Believe, one of those rounds. But there yeah. was a round that was up in the air. I think that round, um, Reyes out significant strides. I think he out, you know outstruck um, um, Jones. But I think Jones is dead on when he says he kind of gave up, Reyes gave up during the championship rounds. John pushed the pace. Yeah, well, he did the whole fight. The whole fight. I uh, mean, the the forward percentage, John Jones was in the 70s or 80s, and Reyes had single digits. Yeah. So, John, everyone wants to say Reyes came out and pushed his pace. He did that for about the first two minutes of the fight, and then after that, John Jones. He got gassed. I, I, don't, I don't know how you can watch that fight and really say, all right, Reyes – Reyes deserves Reyes, to take Reyes, that title. Yeah. Like, no. That, and that's the thing, you know. A lot of people did. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if that isn't for a belt and that's not 
John Jones or that's not a guy that's had, you know, the belt as long as John Jones has had it. Which is now the record. Most right. Most title wins N- ever. Right. The record Defenses. now. Um, you know, and that's just two fighters fighting. And then, yeah, you know, the, the, the judge's scorecard doesn't really matter. But when it's something that close, like we said, 2-2, two, two, you know, you got that, that second or third round that's up in the air. And it's very close like that. As a judge, I know if I was a judge, I don't want to take the title from the champion if he hasn't clearly hasn't clearly lost it. Yeah, you can't. And Ariel Hawani, um, he does his show every Monday, and man, he is not a fan of how it went down. He had the fight three to two. I think Dana White had the fight three to two in favor for of Reyes. For oh, Reyes. oh, really? Joe Rogan thought it was three to two for Reyes. Oh, wow, some um, big names. I mean, it's crazy how many people really thought that. They all thought the first three rounds all went to Reyes, and it's it's like it's like people are seeing the significant strike count and thinking that's it, and that that's who that's how you win a fight. You throw the yeah. most significant strikes and land. And even though Reyes got up. They're not taking um, John Jones takedowns. Right. They're right. not taking the fact that he, he pushed the pace pushed and controlled the, entire the time. There's there's so much more into it. Um, had it have went three two Reyes, I mean I, I can't sit here and say I'd be mad about it. No, because it was close. Yeah, enough. Yeah, it was close enough. Right. But it, like I said, taking I'm the I'm the point where you don't take the belt from a guy like I John would. Jones. Round two. So I had the fight. Um, round one, I think, was obviously a ten nine for Reyes. Yeah. Um, round three, I thought was pretty clearly Reyes's round. Um, two was the one that was the big toss-up for me, um, but because it's a toss-up, and the way that John was, like I said, controlling the whole octagon, I I, I edged it to him. So going into round four, I had it two to one Reyes, and then John obviously won mm-hmm. rounds four and five. I mean, those weren't even close. Yeah, uh, I, I now I I am, I, I do agree with the people that are going out on the judge that. Had it four one, four rounds to one to Jen. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know what I don't much. know what you're watching there. I mean, yeah, there's a problem with with having it four one, but the reality is, had that judge even said, "Oh, I thought Reyes won three to two, it wouldn't have mattered because Jones still wins by right. split decision. Are you? Yeah, split. Um, yeah, I mean, I uh, think that people just hate John Jones so much they don't like. People, it's like yeah. we always say with you know, like you know, basketball players and football players. People don't like greatness. They like to, I don't know. It's like they like to see it come to an. Everyone end loves or, the underdog. Yeah. I mean, that's why everyone roots against LeBron. Yeah. They root against the Patriots and Tom Brady. I get it. I mean, I really do. But John Jones is just different, man. I mean, right. this is the best pound for pound fighter the the I think ever. Yeah, I mean, that, he's definitely the best fighter that I've ever I've ever watched. And to, to, to try to say that, that that he deserved to lose the title on that close. He did, you know, I, yeah, I, I couldn't disagree. say that. No. Now, now, what I would like to see next for John is they keep talking about the rematch. I don't, I don't know. I don't that, that fight five round fight wasn't entertaining to me. I mean, it, it was, but it wasn't at the I same see, time. I see Corey Anderson and Reyes fighting for, yeah. for the next title yeah. shot. I, but I would like to either see uh, John's fight. Uh, uh, Stipe or Cormier. That's Stipe's a bad motherfucker. I would dude. love to see. The thing it. is, is John. He's got to go up, man. The light heavyweight division is just. It's not, not what that it once great. Was. There's no names there. There's no name. There's no star he's power. He's beat them all. Yeah. yeah. What else can you do there? So the thing it's is, like, is, it's like McGregor. Like, dude, take that McGregor approach, man. That's going to make you even bigger. Yeah. And make your make your checks fatter. Because he's not getting paid. Like, no, hell no. Like Nobody McGregor. wants to. Like, I. That's like I said. Um, when we've told the listeners about this, we take turns all buying the pay per view, and we thought that was a pay per view. It was like, eh, I don't really want to pay 
because we know dollars for that. Let's let's go to Frickers and watch it. GSP coasted at the end of his career. He yep. held guys down and beat the crap out of them. He knew he was winning on points. John Jones in the light heavyweight decision division knows he is winning on points, mm-hmm. so he will outpoint you. He knows yep. how to bend the rules, the oblique kick that everybody hates, the yep. hands, the cross face, all of that. Everybody hates it, but he knows how to win. Yeah, he is the best technical fighter I have ever seen. Yeah. He's very technical and tactical with how he goes about it. He's not, he doesn't have that knockout power. You know, you didn't see any of that, but he just worked it correctly. And like I, like I said, he pushed the pace. And he even said, he said, don't be mad at me. Be mad at his, uh, you know, Reyes' training staff. He got gas and decided to and run. he did get gas. I mean, his punches were slow. Terrible. He, I could have ducked him. Gas. Yeah. You could see it. Who, so who do you want him to fight next? I mean, what do you want to see? Do you want to see Corey Anderson? The thing is, is John has got to fight someone he respects because otherwise a Reyes, a Santos, a, an Anderson, could, could upset him. they're going to upset him because he's not taking it serious. He knows he's not. If he puts all of it, if he puts his all into these fighters, if he rematches Reyes, because if he's, forced, he's, respect. If yeah. he's forced to rematch Reyes, he's going to kick the dog shit Look out of Look at him. Alexander Gustafson. Right. The second time they fought, he yeah. could do nothing. Nothing, yeah. No, because, no. John, if, if you're going to make – Make John take it serious and really, really come at you. You're not going to. Win. And that, and and you know, actually, now that you say that, I wouldn't mind seeing him do that just to just to shut, shut everybody up. up. Exactly. That was you know? that's my thing. But yeah. if they're going to do that, do it fucking quick. Yeah. Give me in the next three or four months. Don't yeah. drag this. Yeah. Out don't drag it out because I, I'm not. Buy, I'm not. I won't buy it again. He knows he's got a bang if he gets in the octagon with Stipe though. Dude, Stipe's a fucking have. animal. Hey, dude. listen. I, I got some friends who think that that John Jones bulks up to 240 or so. And just beats the fuck out of Stipe. I'm telling you right now, that is not going to happen. I don't think he beats the shit out of him. Stipe is a bad motherfucker. I won't say he'll lose, but man, Stipe is a bad boy. It's just uh, like we said, you know, me and you, big Cleveland, everything. You know, Stipe being from there, we've kind of, you know, adopted him. You adopted him, jumped on his back, whatever you want to say. Yeah, but no, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Stipe fan, but man, that'd be a fight. And if John, if if John could stop Stipe. That would be big too. That would be a. That would be the. And, that, and that's gonna. And that's cap. gonna. And that's gonna pay so much money. Oh, that that is gonna be a. So, so my thing is, if I'm yeah, John Jones, I think the way that I do this is, I'll give you your, your rematch, Reyes. Let's do it in the next few months. And then let's end the fight with that huge fight card like they always do. Yeah. I'll headline that with Stipe. Mm-hmm. I finish this fight. It's over. The conversation is over about the greatest of all time. So in, what is so what is Stipe's move? Uh, he ain't fought in a while. But I think he's recovering, right, from injury or something. Yeah, he's gonna need a warm up fight. So uh, is, so is he fighting Corm- or Cormier again, or after after a trilogy, or they've 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 gone back and forth. And you know, quite honestly, if I'm Stipe, all the shit that DC talked about, he's not good enough to beat yeah, me. Why would I'm you give him that? I'm not giving you the fuck. No, nah, fuck man. no. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I'd do it either. Yeah, no, I'll wait for John. I yeah. kind of thought Cormier was. Semi-retired. I saw him. Well, I don't know if it was his last one or the he one. Can't he he can't decide. He looked fucking fat, Dude, though. He's big. He's he a did, heavyweight. It's he's a heavy, but he, heavyweight. He didn't even look in shape. I I kind of thought he was like half. I'm done. Well, it's well, if you listen to what he was saying about Stipe, you know, Stipe is a great fighter. You know, it's like he's saying he respects him, but then he's throwing shade at him, which tells me he doesn't really respect him. Um, and you know, saying you know he he couldn't do this that and the way Stipe did that with body shots. Was fu- just f- fucking amazing, man. Now, I do want to say the thing about Stipe is 
is and I hate. He leaves it. his hands down, dude. He just he, and he does. He has no head movement. He just mm. fucking sits there. He's gonna hit you, and you're gonna hit him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you just better be able to fucking hit harder. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what it comes. Yeah, down no, to. you're right, man. And and I can't believe he hasn't been knocked out more because that reminds me so much of Chuck Liddell. Yeah. You know, at at yep. one point it's just man, you're just gonna start fucking. One of us is that going down. One of us is going down. <laughs> man, Chuck got that glass jaw at the end. Man, he couldn't stand in the fucking octagon with anybody. No. It's... But yeah, so no, that's kind of where I'm at. I, you know, I just I don't really want to see the rematch again. Just I, I guess because Reyes isn't just a big name, and John Jones has just been fucking walking through I mean, walking through every. The one match I would have been interested in. Who did Corey Anderson just beat? Johnny uh, Walker. Johnny, I would have loved to see Johnny Walker. Corey Anderson is a a wrestler. This yeah. guy is no, yeah, no striking ability. Yeah. I put that in, in quotes. I'm not saying the guy wouldn't like whoop my ass. But, right. <laughs> uh, the guy is not known for his striking ability, and Johnny Walker is supposed to be this, you know, John Jones yeah. light kind of. Yeah. He can do it all. Elbows, punches, kicks. He comes out there and gets his face beat in by Corey yeah, Anderson. I, and I, don't, I think if they rematch that, I, don't, I think Johnny Walker would kill Corey Anderson. It should be different, yeah. yeah. I think I think it was uh, humbling for for right. Johnny Walker. I think he needed and that. And I think he did too. So, you know, that's that's what I'm interested in, but that can't happen without Corey Anderson going first. Yeah. So, like, you're, maybe you said Corey Anderson and, yeah. and, and, and Reyes, you know, go at it. Maybe John jumps up to to, to fight or, or however you did it. But I just think he has to start taking the Conor McGregor approach and and, and going to another division. Champ, like, champ. you just said that you're the, you know, the best – Light heavyweight to ever do it. You just set the record. Now what? Now let now let's dude put that money in your pocket. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I don't know. I it's scary to go up to light heavyweight because anybody can get knocked out. Or I mean, I'm sorry to go up to heavyweight because you can get knocked out at any time by anybody. Uh, anybody, yeah. Because I mean, there's just so much more power up yeah. there. Um, but one thing that's driving me crazy, and the last thing I want to say uh, in the light heavyweight division is why is Santos not talked about more. That's yeah. who John fought last, right? And he gave John a fight. He didn't land a lot of strikes, but he was on he was he was on one leg, one leg, yeah. But man, even on one leg, that was. I just think that I just think that's what is go- happening with John right now in that division. I think it's just he beats John's you and you fall off. You, and you, you, you fall, fall off, and you got to work your way up, and nobody's even working their way up. And now DC's left the division and went to heavyweight, and you know, it's, I just think that's just where the light heavyweight division is right now. Yeah, there's there's only two money fights left for John. It's yep. Stipe. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, there's three. If, there's DC, if he fights yeah. DC again, and then if Israel comes up to 205. Yeah. Those are the only fights for him. Hasn't right there now. been word that John might attempt to go down a division, which I don't think is going to – I don't know. I, I just can't see it. I can't see him going down. Yeah. But I think there's what, that's middleweight, right? Yeah, 185. I, I think that there's been talk that he could – Cut and go down to. I think that he could. He's got the weight. Yeah. To lose, now I am I, now, man. You want to talk about an exciting uh, uh, division there? That middleweight. Shoot, man. You go down there and dominate those boys, and you, you know you're, you're definitely. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we will touch on this more in a couple of weeks before the Israel and Romero fight. But man, Israel has got a challenge coming up with oh, Joel man, Romero. Romero. Man, that dude is fucking strong. Forty three years old, and the dude looks like a Greek god. And- <laughs> My take, quick shout-out to John Jones' parents, Chandler Jones, <laughs> Arthur Jones, and God, what's the other brother's name? I'm drawing a blank. Chandler, Chandler Arthur, Arthur, and John. And John. And John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they got in their food or whatever. Jesus what? Christ, can you imagine what that house was like? Them boys My fighting God. all the time. That had to be some aggressive fucking. Oh, I'm dude. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sure that was crazy. Yeah. That's... Dude, those parents are set for life. Props to them. Um, 
think that's about all we got for this time here. Uh, nothing huge coming up this weekend. Um, XFL is going to be back on Saturday and Sunday. I'll tune into that. My defenders are going to take down the Guardians. Shields up. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in, man. I'm hey, buying in. It's football. Yeah, it's, football. it's football. That's it's exactly right. what and it is. And it's the offseason. It's kind of right. that dead zone. We're waiting yeah, for March gonna... Madness and the playoffs, the NBA playoffs. Combine will start ramping up here soon. Yep. Um, so people don't get fucking freaked out if the Bengals haven't announced their draft pick before the Combine starts. Everybody take a deep breath. And, and relax, too, when they take nine minutes and 59 seconds to take it to, to announce the pick. That's right. going to happen. And then two is taken. And yeah, it, dude, the NFL draft is bringing players over on a boat. And it's going to break down at some point. It's going to fuck up. Watch. It's going to fuck up, and Joe Burrow's (laughs) going to have to swim over. I just want to know what what, uh, high draft pick is going to just grow the balls and toss Roger Goodell into the water. (laughs) Lifetime contract. need Danny Shelton back, man. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. uh, Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Get with us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Same thing we say every week. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.